0: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And thank you for subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I am 12 Kyle. Check this out. (laughs) (laughs) On this episode, we are going to be taking somewhat of a trip down memory lane. Um, There's a saying that with every song there contains a memory. And, you know, over the years, as I've grown older, I found that to be true. Like you can pretty much pinpoint maybe when and where you started listening to a particular song and maybe it might bring you back to a certain person or maybe a certain time in your life. Uh, Well, in this episode, uh, we're going to talk about just that some memorable songs and talk about maybe the memories that, you know, help create these particular songs. And listen, I'm not doing this show alone. I mean, (laughs) it's not every day that you have a celebrity podcaster in the building. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, he he has to cover his face because, you know, I mean, money. Billionaires can't show their face on camera. You know what I'm saying? Like he's in an undisclosed location. uh, And and I hope and pray that you all are watching on YouTube just to see this guy. Um, But he is a real person. Uh, He is one half of the almighty FROCAST, um ladies and gentlemen boys and girls no stranger to the show friend of the show been on here several times back in the building my man king germ germ what up baby
1: what's going on 12 cow man what's going on 12 cow nation? It's your boy king germ aka the people's champion aka your friendly neighborhood spider-man <laughs> joining y'all today man i gotta tell you man 12 cow I know how to bring you out man i swear I, I, hey listen you gotta come and experience the rollout of the 12 cow show
0: it's amazing, hey man. I'm just glad you're here. I mean, like I said, you came through, you got your mask on, like Ghostface Killer back in uh 94. So, man, I mean, he, he it, he this is took what's it up, off. yeah. Ghostface you know what? It would have been dope, <laughs> dope if you'd have kept the mask on, yes. It would have been dope to keep if you kept the if spirit he'd... alive. I'm trying to right. keep the spirit alive. Ghostface. There you go, there you go. So, what's interesting is this topic that we're going to talk about. Um, this is something that you texted me, man, probably about four or five months ago, and um, you know, I tell people all the time, like, we we really. You know, particularly those of us who are really deep into this content game um, and take it very seriously, uh, you know, we we got we were really at the point where we treat these podcast episodes like albums. And so sometimes you might reach out and say, hey, you know, we need to do this or we need to do that. Or you might reach out to another, uh, you know, podcaster. And it may not happen right then and there. But what it is, is this, you know, the equivalent of back in the 90s when somebody said, hey, man, we need to get together and do an album. Oh, yeah, we'll do a song like that and then eventually the song happens so um like i said we we talked about this um probably about four or five months And i don't know if it's been that long but it's, it's been at least four months and um i was going through and i was like man i, so I gotta get Jerome back on it i was like we, and i i keep everything in a um in 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 my notes and i went back to my notes and i'm like you know what man that's the the, pod, the podcast that we were supposed to do so I hit you up and he was like yeah yeah i'm ready to do it so um Yeah, so what we're going to talk about is song memories now. Here's the great thing. We got five each, right? You got five, right, John?
1: Yes, I got five.
0: Okay. Um, And I have five as well. And, um, you know, we're going to kick back and reminisce uh, like Pete Rock and CL Smooth. I don't know what his five is. And he doesn't know what my five is. My guess is, if if I can guess, King John, of your five, three will be R&B songs.
1: Let me look at the list. Um,
0: one, two. Okay, okay, I was close. I was close. close. No, no country, no country western songs. Nah, no, no country western. No country. Okay, Okay. I don't have any country western songs either. Um, if if you had to guess before we get started, how many R and B songs do you think I have?
1: Uh, probably two. I'm gonna go with two. I'm gonna stick with two. No, (laughs) yeah, yeah. I'm gonna stick with two. I'm stick with two
0: i actually got three i actually wow. got three yeah yeah the hip-hop three. cat is coming through yes but i got i got I know, two i know
1: flow millie is on one of them right? <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm from sure. mobile alabama flow <laughs> millie all right germ so let's go ahead and get it started what's your first memorable um, song that you want to talk about and then okay. talk about the memory that comes with the song
1: okay the first song i got in my memory is uncle luke scarred mm. uh, and and it came out in 96 it actually came out around graduation weekend so i graduated in 1996 from high school and that was the song that was playing at all the graduation parties it was just it was a crazy song and every time i hear luke Scar, i think about the graduation party that we had or some moment you know right before i almost drowned in the swimming pool you know something like that so the luke Scarred song always brings me back to graduation weekend and it, it's it's every time i listen to it, it just takes me back to 1996 june 2nd every time
0: man every listen time. <clears throat> excuse me that that song has a lot of memories but it wasn't graduation <laughs> Sheesh, man, that song came out, boy. I was at South Carolina State University. Hey, hey, King Jern. Take,
1: take a shot, people. The <laughs> challenge. When he mentions South Carolina State on the show, you have to take a shot.
0: <laughs> well, you know, you they might be they might be a little tipsy by the end of this episode. Um <laughs> yeah, man. Um that, that song brings back a lot of great memories, man. I I I will say this, I, I sweated out a few perms, you know. Sweated <laughs> out a few perms that, that year. Um, it was a good year. It was a good year. Um, let's see. My first song that I want to talk about. Um, I didn't, I can you know, I probably should have wrote down the year that it came out, but when I tell you these songs, you'll remember the years. Okay. Um, it was a song. Well, first before I even go into the song, question for you, King Drum. King Drum, have you ever been dumped before? I'm oh, a man. Okay. okay, okay, okay. I mean, you know, there's, there's some macho people out here who swear down they've never been dumped. I'm not they one of them.
1: Look, they didn't know. They was in denial, but they didn't know they had been dumped. <laughs> <laughs> right,
0: exactly. Um, For me, I did get dumped, and the first time that I got dumped, um a young lady decided to play the following song in the background as she was dumping me. The song was entitled. Let's wait a while by Janet Demeter Joe Jackson. Um Jerm, I'm not sure why she chose <laughs> to play this song, but she literally was on the phone with me. Shout out to shout out the phone calls. We used to have the phone, you know, music in the background.
1: Had to set the mood.
0: Yeah, so she literally was breaking up with me and dumping me. And she was talking and I heard the music in the background and I'm like, okay, okay. And I'm listening. And, you know, and she's telling me like, you know, this just ain't working out. You know, I just, I like you, but you know, I, I just, I just don't see this going anywhere. We should just be friends. And then germ, the next thing I hear. Zzzz. Then she played it again. <laughs> she, cold. she literally rewound the tape. Shout out to the rewind button. She literally rewound the tape and played it again and she still was in the process of, I guess because she wasn't finished, right? <laughs> she literally rerun that tape twice and played it the entire time that we were on the phone and she proceeded to dump me. And I just said, it, dog, I, there wasn't nothing I could say. I was disappointed, obviously. But um, yeah, man, so as much as i love janet jackson as much as i love her music that song man it, it got a, i got a sour taste in my mouth because of that song man mm,
1: damn to sour man.
0: taste yep janet jackson
1: She cold-blooded. A girl did break with me one time about playing Lately by Jodeci. She told me, if if she's like, if we on the phone and you hear this song like five times, that mean we breaking up. And so she would keep a countdown every time she played Lately. And then when it got to the last one, I was just like, well, I mean, I guess we're breaking up. I mean, I, I don't know what to do. Like, I can't stop you from counting the song and playing it, so... We're broken up now. So is this in one
0: setting or like over a period of time? This
1: is just like, you know, she was telling me this, like it was over the summer. So every time we'd be on the phone talking, she's like, you know, so it might be when she played one time on Monday, one time on Wednesday, (laughs) you know, one time on Friday. And so when she got to the number that she said, she was breaking up with me. So when she got to that number, I was like, well. I guess that's it you know wow I mean, so, so i could have had that song on my list but i didn't you know
0: what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> wow 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 that's funny that is yes. funny I, I i will assume that you were pretty young when this happened
1: oh man definitely because this is when lately came out so it was, okay okay yeah. so
0: that's what 92 93 so yeah, yeah. okay yeah okay okay what you got for your second song
1: uh my second one, um, I'm gonna go with uh Pastor Troy, no more playing GA, nineteen ninety-nine. I was in Atlanta mm-hmm.
0: at a strip
1: club. We had came down the weekend, we was you know, we had rented a, a, a $2,000, a two thousand lakh, you know what I'm saying? We had rented, you know, me and my buddies, we was like, Man, we're gonna go to Atlanta. You know, you, you know, in your country ass mind, you think you can go to Atlanta and out stunt somebody. No, you're <laughs> not gonna do that. Okay. So let me just tell you all you out of towners, you're not going to come to Atlanta and stunt on anybody. Because you could turn the corner and see a Ferrari, turn another corner and see a Rolls Royce, turn another corner and see a damn private jet. So don't try to outsnut nobody in Atlanta. Okay. Nope. So we think <coughs> we rented this lack. It was expensive. We was like, yeah, we're going to go to Atlanta. We're going to show out. We're we going to do this. We're going to do that. So we go to Atlanta. we in this lac. We go to the club. And I hear all these gunshots and. And this song comes on the beat, it's just going crazy. And this this lady is on the you know stage doing her performance. Mm-hmm. And her performance was amazing. And it was just like her performance plus the ambiance, plus the song, plus where I was. It was a lot my sensories was overloaded and I was just like, This is the greatest song ever. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I don't know who this guy I mean, I asked somebody in the club and that I was like, Yo, what song was that? Mm-hmm. And he said, he said, I heard Castor Troy. And I was like, that's the stupidest name ever. And so I was like, Castor Troy, like from the movie Face Off? And he know, so I go to like the little flea market the next day before we leave. Mm-hmm. I'm going to the flea market asking for the Castor Troy, the Castor Troy. And the, and the African dude was like, you mean Pastor Troy? I said, no, I don't want no gospel album. I said, this dude's name is Castor Troy. He's a no, you want Pastor Troy? I was like, listen, man. <laughs> What he was saying ain't no pastor saying that, right? Right. Right. So he was just like, "No, I'm telling you, this is it." So he showed me the CD, and I looked. I seen the songs on there. I said, "Cool." On the way back to North Carolina, I listened to this album, and to this day, that's still one of the most rawest albums I have ever heard. Like, for him to be the first album he made, that whole album in twelve hours. First song he ever crunk out was "No More Playing GA." That is just that album. It's one of my top. 10 hip hop albums of all time, rap albums, whatever you want to call it. Right, but yes, that, that that moment 1999, Pastor Troy in the strip club. That song, I it, it sticks out every time I think about Think about that lady performing <laughs> okay. the way she commanded the stage with the gunshots, and she owned the stage that night. Mm. Girl. She owned the stage, and it was amazing.
0: Which I mean. club was it?
1: Uh, Strokers. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah, man, listen, yeah. listen, I oh, that honorable mention honorable mention i'm gonna I'm just sideboard real quick and same spot strokers um we one of my boys my boy zell came down and um and it's funny because we went there and he was just like you know i just want to go out so we that's where we ended up at and when we got in there we got settled we sat down or whatever like that the dj played this song and like the whole club went crazy and he was like yo what is this and i mean like it, I didn't know what it was, and then, so maybe, I don't know, maybe an hour later, the DJ played the song again, and the whole club went, I mean, when I say the whole club went crazy, drug dealer dudes over here knew word for word. Now, this song, to my knowledge, wasn't even out yet. It wasn't on the radio. It had been in the streets, I think, for a couple of weeks, but it wasn't on the radio, Nobody. so I didn't know. I had never heard it before, and so all of the dancers knew the song, too, so... (laughs) was <laughs> getting to dance and the song came on and the chick she stopped dancing and she was just like singing all the words and and he leaned over he's like yo man what, what's, what's this song he's like man what's this song he's like this is an Atlanta song I was like I don't know he's like man how you live here and you don't know the song I was like I don't know Jer the third time oh the song God. comes on by this time it's about 130 stroke is this wall to wall treetop tall I mean like the walls are sweating it, it is at its apex. Mm -hmm. Everybody's in there jamming. And and, and every single person, with the exception probably of me and Zell, knew the words. And then maybe about 45 minutes later, we were actually walking out the club. And they played it again. And the whole crowd, I mean, even the people that were in line that heard it on the outside, they knew the words. And I couldn't, I was like, okay, man, I need to know what the name of this song is. So the next day, I looked it up. Song by a guy who I'd never heard of. Guy, his name is Gucci Mane. Mm. And there was a guy named Jeezy with it. The song Icy. Mm. And so every time I think about Strokers, anytime I go into the well, I hadn't been to Strokers in a couple of years, but every time Strokers, I think about Icy. And I mean, like that song had not been out, but it was when I say Icy from Gucci Mane and, and Jeezy when i say it had the streets on fire it had the streets in fuego i've never seen i mean and that's you know if you if you've been here to atlanta you know that you know a lot of times you know the street songs get their play first in the strip clubs first and you know that's how you know cats acts like future and those guys take off is because and Migos too because if your music can bump in the strip club then it's going to take off to the streets and then subsequently the radio and um Gucci Mane, to my knowledge, had not even had a. I don't even know if he had another song out at that time.
1: No, that was his first
0: one. Okay, yeah. and um, I didn't know him. Jeezy had a little buzz, I guess, but it wasn't like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, that's that's um, yeah, you took me back with that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see, my second song, memorable song, Germ. Have you ever played a song that has gotten you in trouble in your household? um when you were growing up as a child
1: absolutely um i was uh my mother actually banned me from listening to hip-hop uh she and i just wasn't going for it like you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying because the final straw was when she found the digital underground sex packets now listen i wasn't i was only like 11 when that album came out i wasn't having sex i didn't know what a sex packet was i just knew do what you like And Humpty Dance was on this album, so I had the tape. So she found it. She telling me about a condom. I'm like, I don't know what a condom is, Mom. (laughs) Like, what are you? I don't want you to listen to this rap music no more. And I was just like, what? That's not finna happen. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, she got upset. I got NWA cut in my head. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? And, you know, it it, it was just like, I was all about hip hop. So, yes, I I got in a lot of trouble. Uh, Luke, nasty as I want to
0: be, (laughs) got me in trouble. Shout out to Luke.
1: It, I mean all that got me in trouble you know what I'm saying so yes I've been there
0: okay so <clears throat> you know exactly where I'm going I've, I've talked about this on other podcasts and it's worth repeating uh, my number two any songs in no particular order uh, number two song got me in trouble at home um, a little ditty by the name of Easy Does It mm-hmm. Um, this was when the tape first came out it was Easy E's uh, debut album which we will be reviewing this year uh, as this album turns 35 years old, um, yeah. we'll be doing that later. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we'll be doing that later this calendar year. Um, and so there's a little interlude on the, song, on the song Easy Does It before the song starts. It's actually Michelet. And I had the tape. I had the tape in my pocket. I took it out. I got home from school and I put it in the tape deck. And <clears throat> at that particular time, Jerome, I actually had headphones that were as big as the headphones that I have on now. Uh, they weren't beats or anything like that. It was just regular. Um, I think I got them from my uncle. They were like studio headphones, so I didn't have the regular Walkman headphones. But I so I didn't know that you didn't necessarily have to be near me or in the room with me, and if you had it up to a certain volume, you could hear outside of the headphones. And so I'm playing the E, and i mean, listen. I got it in my headphones, so I'm thinking nobody's nobody's listening. My aunt happens happens to be walking by as the intro comes on. She hears the intro. She's like, "What is that?" And I'm like, "What do you mean?" She was like, "Play that again." So I played it again, <laughs> and then you know, obviously, Eazy E tells me Shellade to shut the fuck up, bitch, and blah, blah blah. I mean, so he's cussing her out or whatever like that. And she was like, "Take that out." She was like, I- "I'm gonna," um, she was like, I'm, "I'm gonna talk to your mama when she gets home." And I was like, "Oh lord," I'm like, "Man, I definitely don't want to talk to my mama." <laughs> and so my mom gets home. And I mean, I'm I'm in I want to say I'm in middle school, and so my mom, my mom, I was like, "Play that tape that you was just listening to." So I put the headphones on and played it. I mean, my mom, I probably maybe ten seconds. My mom's like, "Where did you get that shit from?" <laughs> I'm like, I, I got, I couldn't, and, and see at the time. I couldn't tell her where I got it from one of my boys who had dubbed it for me. I was like, I I was like, I found it at school. Mm -hmm. And she was like, you know, we don't be in here cussing like that. You take that shit and you go put it in that damn trash can. Mm -hmm. And so I, what I did was I I put the tape in my pocket and I was like, yes, ma'am. So I walked out the door and I walked past the trash can. I acted like I was putting the tape in the trash can, but I put it back in my pocket because she saw me walk past the trash. She never saw me put the tape in the, actually in the trash can. And it was at that moment where I knew that I was sold and hooked on <laughs> hip hop. I mean, don't get me wrong. B and Rakim, Run DMC, all of those guys made me want to listen to rap. But this right here made me addicted to rap because here's the thing. There was an element of NWA's music as well as Eazy-E's music that was, you know, rebel-like you know, if you, if you forbade me to listen to it, that, you know, that was like, oh, you telling me I can't listen to it? Watch Mm -hmm. me, watch this. (laughs) So, um, so a lesson to those parents out there listening, be careful what you ban your kids from doing or watching or, or listening to, because here's the thing, they're going to find a way. Um, we found a way in 1988. So we didn't have the internet. So, I mean, like you tell your kids, don't listen, don't watch this, don't listen to this, whatever the case may be. I mean, if they're curious enough, they're going to find it anyway. I mean, you can put all kinds of blocks and you can't have let them have TikTok and all of this stuff. They're going to find a way. So, um, you know, I, I have my mom to thank for me and my love for hip hop because if she hadn't told me to throw it away, I don't know. I mean, I probably still would have listened anyway, but it was just mm-hmm. the fact that I could be a rebel now because I, yes. I wasn't a troublemaking kid, but mm-hmm. now I could be a rebel because she said, you can't listen to it. And I'm like, I'm going to show you. I'm going to listen to it.
1: <laughs> and then you go around your friends and be like, your mom let you listen to easy. Eve. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I get to listen to easy. Eve, That's, right. You know That's right.
0: And she never she never knew. I mean, she'll know probably she watched this episode, but <laughs> to this day, she still don't know uh how or why, you know. I and, and like I said, I loved hip hop before the rap at the time. I loved it before then, but that right there, that move right there changed everything for me. Changed everything. Uh, what you got on number three?
1: Uh, number three, man. So I'm gonna I'm fast forward to 2003. Uh, mm-hmm. 2003, I became a father for the first time. Okay, my son was born in September, and the biggest song out in September of 03 was "I Like the Way You Move" by Outcast. <laughs> and I just remember, like, the nurses were singing it at the at, at the at the hospital. <laughs> Everybody in the family was singing it. Just like it was on the radio all the time. It was just every. Where so, I always correlate my son's birth and I like the way you move because it was fish grease at the time mm. of his birth, and so whenever I hear that song, it just takes me back to my first time being a father. And wow, so, yeah, so that's wow, the song is connected with that.
0: Okay, okay, look, look at John being grown. <laughs> hey, hey, listen,
1: listen, this could have been way worse. I'm like,
0: <laughs> um. Yeah, I I think, um, I mean, that's, that's special. I'm trying to think I can't. Yeah. Well, you know what we, there was no, I don't think there was any music or anything like that playing play when my kids were being born. Um, that's what's up right there.
1: It had to be a big song out at the time. Oh, oh, there were
0: big, there were big songs. Um, Mm -hmm. but, um, Mm -hmm. I can't think of, you know, what one of, you know, that type of story where, where you associated with, you know, what actually transpired in the hospital. Yeah. Um,
1: it was just weird because it was like everywhere you go, you couldn't escape that song. It was just right. Hell. Oh and yeah, was it was like, huge. Was it was, like, was huge. Oh my gosh, you know, so it was crazy. Yeah, you could,
0: you couldn't, you couldn't get past that song. No, that song I was know. everywhere. Yeah. Um, my number three song, uh, King Germ, Have you ever been in a car accident before?
1: Uh, as at, at, at the behest of my lawyer, <laughs> yes, I have been in a car wreck. <laughs> yes, I'm injured from this car wreck. And that's all I can say about being in a car accident. Okay, yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't want you to dry snitch on (laughs) yourself. He said on the behest of his lawyer. Um, King John. I was in a car accident. I didn't hit, fortunately enough for me, I didn't hit anybody. Um, The year was 2000-something. It was early 2000s. And I happened to be on Interstate 85. I was leaving Atlanta, Georgia headed to Charlotte, North Carolina for the annual football game between the South Carolina State Bulldogs and the North Carolina A&T Aggies.
1: Two shots, y'all.
0: <laughs> and uh it was what we used to call the Carolina Classic. I'm sure you've heard of it, King Jerm. Maybe. Um, yeah, you're you're from you're from up that way. <laughs> um so yeah, I was headed to the Carolina Classic. And King Germ, on this particular day, I was, you know, doing something that I probably shouldn't have been doing, King Germ. I was, right before I got into this car accident, I was traveling on Interstate uh, 85. I was going north, uh, like I said, headed to Charlotte. I was probably somewhere between Greenville, South Carolina, and Spartanburg. And um, I was speeding.
1: Okay. I um, else. <laughs> yeah,
0: I I was I was speeding. I was I was above this. Well, here's the thing, Germ. I, in fairness to me, I wasn't above the speed limit, but I was what they call driving too fast for conditions. Okay. And the reason being is that it was pouring down rain. I mean, it was raining so hard that other cars were moving off to the side. And your boy 12 Kyle was in the left lane passing everybody. And you know why King Jerm? Because earlier that week I had put the magical rain X on my, uh, on my Nissan central. So as the rain was falling, it was just scattering. It was, I could see clearly the road wasn't an issue. And at that particular time, King Jerm, I was bumping uh, a little hip hop duo out of the area of Queensbridge. Um, By the name of Mob Deep. Mm. Uh, The song was called Hell on Earth. Um, This song is memorable because I was doing about 75 on I-85. And again, I shouldn't have been going that fast because the rain was coming to put the germ I could see. So in my mind, I'm like, well, I got to get to Charlotte. I got to get to Charlotte because I was already, quote unquote, behind schedule. Right. And it's pouring down. And I remember I went from the right lane to the left. I went from the left lane to the right lane. And I was listening to hell on earth and the title song came on hell on earth. And all of a sudden I hit a patch of water. I didn't see the water germ. I just hit it. And the next thing that I know as hell on earth is playing, my Nissan Sentra starts to turn. And I start to turn, and my Nissan Sentra turns, and I turn, and I'm turning the steering wheel. Well, I'd heard a while before was that like if you ever get into a spin out, turn the tires the way that the car is going, and I think that's what I did. Nonetheless, by the time that I finished spinning out, I went from the far right lane through the left because there's two lanes through the left lane into the median and almost into the incoming southbound traffic on interstate 85 the back part of my nissan central was actually sticking out to where if someone were coming down interstate 85 south they could in the far left lane they could have hit me and all of huh
1: I'm not laughing at it. I'm just, just, uh, I know you were like, oh shit.
0: And all of this is not my fault. This is the fault of Havoc and Prodigy. (laughs) And so, because I'm superstitious, Uh, to this day, I will never, ever, ever, ever listen to Mob Deep in my car. (laughs) I haven't listened to Hell on Earth outside of my house ever again because it's it's it's, it's they, they bad luck they bad luck now you know if you play <laughs> if you play the first album you know if you play the second album yeah you know but if you play hell on earth i, I if, if if i'm in your car and hell on earth comes on we got to get out the car <laughs> mob deep is bad luck man it's, it's bad luck i just i, I again it's Mob Deep's fault. It's not my fault that I was doing seventy-five on eighty-five in a driving rainstorm, trying to get to Charlotte, so I could have big fun with my friends. Um, yeah. To, to put it lightly, I was scared as hell for about ten seconds. I know you was.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you went from just upright driving to spinning. It's like, oh, and I mean,
0: it happened so fast. Again, you you know, eighty-five. I yeah. I was in the far right lane. And I skidded all the way over to the left lane into what could have and the median is wide. Yeah. And I spun through the median too. Fortunately for me, uh, the only thing that happened was I damaged the, the the axle on the front, I think right front wheel. Um, Some guy coming down, 85, pulled over, helped me out. I drove my little car and it was shaking. Dry, <laughs> drove my car to the next <laughs> exit and the guy was like well you know i i could probably fix it the guy at the gas station was like i could probably fix it but are you were you got to come back tomorrow i was like tomorrow i was like, i got to get to charlotte tonight i was like the fellas are there i got to get to the fellas and um king germ i managed to drive to charlotte
1: oh i know you did that's why i was I, that's
0: why
1: i, <laughs> I was just saying. Like, I want to hear how he left because I know he ain't getting it. I said he probably (laughs) was driving 35 miles an hour, but he was like, we're going to get there. Exactly. So what
0: probably would have been another two more hours to get to Charlotte if I had been, you know, driving regular speed took me about four and a half hours. Mm -hmm. So I made it. And the next day I went to Firestone, got me a new tire, axle, whatever it was. Three hundred dollars down the drain. I mean, I was—I mean, but then again, I was—I was single, didn't have any drop, kids.
1: Dropping the bucket or two of
0: them. No, no, it wasn't dropping the bucket. I ain't no money. But you know, I mean, that was my money for the weekend. So you know, I—I yeah. was balling on the budget the rest of the weekend, man. But um, yeah, from from that point forward, no more hell on earth. No more mob <laughs> deep in the car. No more if my if if I'm in the car right now and mob deep comes on, it better be from one of their other albums. That hell on earth <laughs> album gets no play in the ride. So it's always memorable, always memorable.
1: That's crazy. They banned from the car.
0: Yeah, they banned from the car, man. I mean, yeah. just that album. Not, you know, not not their other albums. And I love Mob Deep. You
1: like but Stacey? you know,
0: it's rest in peace to uh, Prodigy. But uh, this is Prodigy and Havoc's fault. It wasn't my fault.
1: You like Stacy on uh, Minister Society? You know, they get no play in this ride. No play in this ride.
0: <laughs> no play whatsoever. Oh, <laughs> what you got for your fourth song?
1: Uh, Number four, man, Uh, since I said something about my son, I'm going to say this about my daughter now. This one particular song, we're going to fast forward to, I think it was 2007, 2007. Uh, My daughter, she was probably almost like a year old, but this one particular song used to come on the radio and I don't care what she was doing, like she was sitting in her chair, she just started rocking back and forth just like (laughs) like every time she heard this song. And it was so funny that whenever, and it seemed like the song used to come on every day before we drop her off you know, at daycare. And that song was fantasious When I See You.
0: Wow. And, you know,
1: so every time I hear that song, I think about my little, I mean, it, it, it don't matter when it came on. She just start like, dan- like she could be doing anything. And that song come on and she just start dancing, dancing, dancing. And it just was the cutest little thing. And not only was it a good song, but it just brings me back. Uh, just her. Every time I hear it, I think about my little girl. So even when that song blew up, I was like, Oh, I think about my little baby girl when she used to do that dance. And, you know, so, that was my fourth song.
0: Okay, okay. Is, is, is she is she uh, still a fan of the song, or does she even remember that?
1: I, I mean, my daughter, like now, my daughter is way more musically inclined than my son. My son mm-hmm. likes all the ignorant music. Now he'll listen. <laughs> he'll sprinkle some real music in there. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, he listens to that garbage. Now my daughter, she likes music. You know, what okay. I'm she she listen to old music, new music. You know, because you know old school rap. Like, you know, I it told is. her about some old school rappers. She was just like, "I mean, Dad, that's cool enough. Can you tell me about some women rappers?" Like I was like, "Okay, cool. <laughs> you know, what I'm, saying? I'm glad you. You know, what I'm saying she's a. And then the sad part about it is she's a bard. Like she is a big time Nicki wow. fan. Like, but she listens to all. Which, like now, if Cardi B comes on, mm-hmm. you got you got to turn that song off like it's really like she, she would not listen to a cardi b verse like if it's wow. she, she will switch the station she, i mean <laughs> it doesn't matter like it could be you could like that song soon she hit cardi oop, she turned it like she's one of those barbs like, oh so she died hard yes yes, yes wow yes. Uh, and you know what I'm saying? but she's but she listens to all music like the other day she listened to some holland notes and i was just okay i like, said so what you know about
0: that she was like oh, that's,
1: that's, <laughs> You know, I like that song, and I was like, "Oh well, you know, if you want to know, you know, I can send you the greatest hits, and you know, say so you could, you know, dig a little deeper." But yeah, so uh she's the musical one. My son is not. You know, he listens okay, to
0: okay, us. that's what's up. I mean, that that's good, man. I mean, it it'd be even sweeter if she knew that song. Um <laughs> It's funny. It's funny. I, it, but to your point, I I didn't know it was like that until I heard people talking about it on Twitter. But yeah, that. The, the Cardi B, Nicki Minaj fans, like they are, they don't, there's no intertwining of, like, you could find a Jay Z, you could find somebody who's a Jay Z fan and a Nas fan, but those two, ooh. Yeah, no
1: nah, it's just, you can't, there's no room for both of them. Like, damn, it's just sad. It's sad that, you know, but that's just how the women rap is. It's, it's yeah, room I for guess,
0: ones. I guess, you know, they, they, there's definitely room for two to, I guess, but the, if the fans right. don't want it. They don't want it. No. Exactly. You either um, you you're
1: Duke of Carolina, you either a bar you or go. Cardi B. You know, I forgot what they call the Barty the, the Barty Bang or Barty King or, <laughs> I forgot what they call the Cardi B people, but yeah.
0: That's crazy. Um my fourth song, King Germ has Queen Germ ever dedicated a song to you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: she actually sang one at our reception and it was just the most awkward thing in the world, you know, but
0: wow. I mean, yeah, was it good I,
1: I okay I don't like attention so <laughs> says
0: you know, the see? man who has a podcast with millions and millions of people
1: yeah but 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 again I don't like attention like you know you could you could I could walk by you every day you wouldn't know who King Jern was you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying so it's not like that but when you sing you like putting me on the spot I did not like that you know what I'm saying it was just
0: but it's your wedding day you're supposed I, to be on the spot again
1: I'm I don't like the attention, Kyle. Like I said, if I could, if I could just be in the shadows of my own wedding, I was cool. With <laughs>
0: but
1: here you go, dedicating a song to me, and I'm sitting there trying to look like, uh, you know, it's like everybody looking to see my reaction to her singing. So, you did you cry? Like, no I'm a real oh, okay. Man, <laughs> that's it and it look people was acting like i was supposed to like you ain't gonna cry I'm like oh i'm supposed to cry like my wife my wife swear up and down, i have no feelings i'm numb to everything <laughs> she just oh like, my god no emotion i'm like i do have emotion i just don't show people because it's like they only gonna use it against you in the end of the day. So what's the point? That not <laughs> <sound> like
0: dolomite. <laughs> it's the facts. <laughs> like, oh so man! I tell my oh. team,
1: do not smile in pictures. They're like, why, Coach? I said, because when you get older, they're just gonna use it against you. They're gonna show you a picture of you use. now. Nah, you can using. smile in pictures, but it's not, you know what football it, pictures. No. Nope.
0: Well, we, we from a different era. You we ain't, we ain't do a whole bunch of smiling. So yeah, um, that's funny though that. that But but you know what, you know what? I actually I can agree. I'm I ain't big on the attention either. You know, I'm 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 in the background. I'm in the cut like I done. You know, I I would, you know, yeah, I got a podcast and you know all that stuff, but I don't when the when the spotlight is there, you know, I'm I'm more comfortable with sharing the spotlight. I don't want the spotlight always on me. Um, yeah, so I did have a song dedicated to me. Uh Fortunately, it wasn't at our wedding, um, but we were in the car one day, and we were going to, um, I want to say we were going to, oh, we were going to, oh, what's the name of that place? I think it's called Wild Kingdom or something like that. It's in like South, you know what I'm talking about, South in Val- Georgia. In
1: Valdosta, yeah, Wild Adventure. Yeah. Wild Adventure, wild Aven- wild Aven- wild Aven- Aven- that's it, that's it. Mm-hmm.
0: And the boys were like really, really young. We didn't have Skyler. Um, I don't even know if we had Brandon at the time. We might have just been Dion and Cameron, our two older sons. And um, so I'm driving and my wife Sharice, who, at the, well, right now we've been married 23 years. Um, But this was, you know, seven, eight years in our marriage or whatever, I guess. Um, I probably should have looked it up, but anyway. <laughs> so we're driving and she was like, I want to dedicate this song to you. And I was like, what do you mean? So, Because I'm like, I'm zoning. I'm I'm driving. I'm, you know, driving down 75 South and I'm not really paying. It. I mean, we're having a conversation and we're talking about, you know, our love and our feelings for each other. And she was like, I want to play this song for you. And I dedicate this song to you. And she hit play. Well, she put the CD in. I didn't see the CD. She put the CD in. The CD was from a guy by the name of Usher Raymond IV, right? You might have heard of him. The song was from the Confessions album song is entitled superstar and when i listened to the words i was like oh man that's nice and so she was just singing along and so like every time i hear that song and i'm in this funny journey because i went back probably about maybe about three or four days ago and i hadn't heard the confessions album i hadn't listened to the confessions album in its entirety in a long time and i played the album and i'm like damn this this is a cold as I forgot how cold that album was. Like granted, yeah, Usher was going through some things, but at the time that he made it, but um, you know that song was like incredible, and so every time I hear that song, I smile and you know I, I get a little warm feeling inside, man, because she dedicated that song to me. That you know it did, it wasn't like a, a radio dedication like it was back in the day when you know you would call your local radio station and dedicate a song to a young lady, but um you know to be in a car with the wife and kids and you know, for her to dedicate that song to me, I, I thought that was um, I thought that was really dope. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Miag man.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what he called it. Your call first me.
1: dedication song, I'm sure it was. I'm sure you was the man on the the night that what's they call it, the uh, quiet storm. You know, <laughs> <laughs> all the ladies were i'm gonna send a song out to cow
0: tonight <laughs> no no that no, that and you know what's funny John, that never happened nobody never dedicated a song at least that i know of I nobody know. never dedicated a song to me on the quiet storm um it would have been cool if it happened but no it never happened <laughs> um but uh, the the one dedication that i do remember um <laughs> uh, two of my classmates from high school we were i think i want to say John, we might have been in middle school if we weren't at, if we weren't in eighth grade we were in ninth grade and I'm not going to use their names because I'm sure they're going to hear this podcast. But one dedicated the song to another. And it was the song from the famous rap group, salt and Pepper, And the song's entitled, I'll Take Your Man.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> that was shade before we knew what shade was,
0: people. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and, Jerm, when I say everybody heard it, everybody. And she did it real slick, too. Jerm, mm. she did it on a Friday night. So, you know, that thing had to bubble over the weekend. So by the time we got to school on Monday, that pot oh, was my
1: simmer. That pot was nice and simmered. That gumbo was ready to serve. That's what it was,
0: <laughs> man. We thought it was going to be fisticuffs that day, man. It was so funny. She dedicated. And, and here's the thing. Both girls are like their names were, you know, pretty popular. And their names like they're not like it wasn't like Susan and Beth. You know what I'm saying? So, it, so when you said the name, both names rang out. So we knew who it was. So it wasn't like it was no, it was up for, you know, interpretation. So, um, yeah, man, that, that's, that's funny. That's, that's my funny dedication memory. Um, what you got on the fifth and final song, man?
1: Well, uh, the fifth song, you know, I, I've talked about a lot of things in my life, but I did talk about the most important piece and that most important piece was my wife.
0: Queen oh. Germs,
1: y'all know where Uh 2001, there was a song by this guy named Mario. It's called, like, Just a Friend or something okay. like that, I think. And, you know, because me and her, the way our relationship started out, we started out as just friends. You know, it wasn't like that. You know what I'm saying? And it morphed into a relationship. And during the whole morphing of a relationship, the song came out. She used to always sing it like, you know, you say, I'm just a friend. all oh, that little stuff. You know how, you know how women <laughs> throw subtle. You know, women don't have no game. You know what I'm saying? So they throw subtle jabs, you know like you know like you just said we ain't get no dedicated songs because we were doing the dedicating. so Mm -hmm. we knew how you know the game went and so she was you know throwing these little subtle disses with this song and so every time i hear this song now it takes me back to old one when i met her and she was like that the little the crossing of our when we went from friends to lovers you know what i'm saying stuff like Mm -hmm. that So, so that is the That's my fifth and final memory piece. Okay,
0: Queen Jer. Okay, Queen Jer. I see. I see. And I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad. That's a dope song too. Um, I I, my fifth and final song memory memory song was um. It was a song that led me to a group that I'd never heard of. Um, this was back. I want. I you know, Jer. I'm not even sure the year. But you remember the um the era of file sharing, right? Oh, yes. <clears throat> file sharing for the for you kids at home before there was Apple and Spotify. If King Germ had a, uh, a computer, I have my computer here. If we belong to the same group, whether it's Kazaa or LimeWire or um, Napster,
1: BearShare.
0: Bear yep, yep. You could share whatever. So if Germ had a song from Ice t and I wanted it. I don't have to call Germ. I don't have to say, "Hey, can I get it?" All I do is just tap into the file, and I'm and I, I would download. It take forever to download an album, <laughs> but you know, you could download songs or whatever like that. So that was our first way of making mixtapes or whatever like that. And there was this guy that had this thing, and I'll be honest, Germ, I don't even remember how or why I downloaded this song. And the in the file it said because <clears throat> it was a guy that had a lot of music. And you know back then if somebody had a lot of music you would you know pick their files or whatever like that. And not only did he <laughs> not only did he have a lot of files but he had a he was a, a I think like a T1. So that's Ooh. that was like Ooh. you already know. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> so he was a T1 so he in essence he had high speed internet. So I would be able to download this fast as all get out because his connection was fast. My connection wasn't that fast, but I but I was downloading from somebody who had a fast connection. So he had a so he had this file and the file just said L I A B Sampler. And I'm like, okay. And so I downloaded I downloaded a bunch of shit. And I never I started listening to I, I think I downloaded albums and then just some files. And that was a, I remember that was the last file that I got. And it just said L-I-A-B sampler. And so one day I was messing around. I'd had these files for a while and I clicked on the L-I-A-B sampler and I'm playing it. I'm like, oh, and it was just a sampler. So the song was only maybe a minute and a half, maybe, if that, but the song was called Leave It All Behind. And it was from a group that I had never heard of. So I'm like, so I, so, when I listened to it, I was like, okay, this song is called leave it all behind. It's like, but I don't know who this is. Cause there was no name. And a lot of times, you know, you download files, you don't know who, and there was, you know, this was the early stages of the internet too. So, I mean, like I would have had to log on and dial up and all this stuff like that to find out who the group was. So come to find out, leave it all behind was a song. And this was a sample track that they had put out for people to find their music on the internet. And the group was called the foreign exchange. I had never heard of the foreign exchange. Foreign exchange is Nicolet and Fonte Coleman. And so I don't know who these guys are. So I immediately look it up and then the leave it all behind album is actually out. So I'm like, oh, they got an album. And I went to go download. I was like, nah, nah, nah. I was like, this gotta be hot. So I went to the record store and I found it in in, um, Tower Records in Atlanta. And so I bought it. Didn't man, and if you see the leave it all behind um album cover, it's just some chairs, so you don't know. So, I don't know nothing about nothing. Come to find out, so I I buy the album, listen to it, fall in love with the album. Don't know anything about Fonte, don't know anything about Nicolet. Start doing my research, hit okay player. Once I hit okay player, the chat room, what's up, man? Listen. Once I hit the board on OK Player, I found out everything that I needed to know. (laughs) I found out that Fonte was in a group called Little Brother. I didn't know who Little Brother was. So I went back and found Little Brother's album, The Listening. Then I think, no, I think the first album I listened to was The Minstrel Show. Mm -hmm. Then I went back to The Listening. And then I went back and I was like, then I went to Connected, which was um, The Foreign Exchange's first album. Mm -hmm. And from that point on, I became a huge fan of the foreign exchange, huge fan of little brother, huge fan of Fonte. And, um, I've been, I've been down with them ever since. And like the foreign exchange camp is one of, in my opinion, one of the most important camps. And I don't think they put out any bad music ever. And I know that's saying a lot, but like every single album from them and their friends in their camp has been incredible. And, um, I've been hooked. I've been, I've been a fan ever since and um, this year we're going to do um, we've already done an album review on The Listening. We're going to do The menstrual Show and Leave It All Behind album. But yeah, um, I got hooked, man. I got hooked and, and I've been hooked ever since.
1: Mm, that is, that's dope story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shout out to that site, you know what I'm saying. That site, you know about it. You know you ain't gotta ask about it. But shout out to all my that site members. Oh yeah, um, man. Funny story with Fonte. One day, um, you know I I, I know Fonte growing up. And mm-hmm. One day I was listening to the little Music Choice channel, and I was like, it's probably about 04 or some shit like that. So I'm listening to the Music Choice. It might have been before then. And I'm sitting mm-hmm. there, I'm listening to this voice, and I was like, that dude sound familiar. Like I was just like. That voice just sound familiar. Then I was like, what's this group, man? You know, I hit the info button. It says Little Brother. I was like, oh, I don't know who that is. And so then like in the Source magazine, they had, they did something about Little Brother. And I was just Mm -hmm. like, I heard about Little Brother again. I looked, I was like, that's Fonte Coleman. (laughs) Like, I said, I thought that was him on that song. And so that opened me up to go listen to all the little bros so i said dude finally made a rap i was like wow that's crazy he, he always used to rap in school now he made it you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so that's what made me support and you know i've never downloaded a fonte album i have purchased all his albums i got Dang. i got little brother merch and all that because he used to have good deals back in the day like you buy a shirt they give you a cd Now i used to be like buy a shirt i got a free shirt well i bought the shirt got a free cd you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so he could not beat that man and, and shout out to Fonte. I still want my root CD back. I let him borrow my uh, "Do You Want More" CD. Never got it back. Never got it back. Fonte, give
0: give give Frocast, give give King Jerry back his um he, oh, his look, CD. Look.
1: He said he was gonna get uh, Amir to sign the other one, and and I felt so stupid. I was like, "Who is Amir?" He was like. Quest Come on, love man. You don't who
0: know who Amir is. By, hey, hey, Amir the, Thompson.
1: We don't call him Amir. We call him Quest Love. Quest like,
0: love yeah, but you got to read a lot of those. You got to know the real I, names.
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, i, did, <laughs> I did, At that time, I didn't know, but I know now. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But you know, it was just funny
0: at that time. Yeah. And you know what's funny? <clears throat> I don't know if you'll ever hear this, but you and Fonte sound alike.
1: From North Carolina. It's just. It's I mean, just, yeah, y'all from
0: the same area. You grew up around the same, right? Run, run away from each other. But y'all, I mean, like, there's a tone, there's a, I don't know if it's just that part of North Carolina, but y'all sounded like.
1: East side of Greensboro, Bingham Street, man, shout <laughs> out, man, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I do like, I was just saying, we from the same block, like, I mean, come on. That, there
0: you go, there you go. So, yeah, man, that, that, um that, that story always, it, it that, just that sample, and like I said, it, it just, I don't think I've ever had a bigger rabbit hole dive than, you know, that, Find, following that sample because again the song is only you know it might be two minutes they only gave us like a minute and a half mm, and weird. after that I was hooked I was like yo I don't know who this is I was like but it sound dope and when I when I got the album I was really taking a chance because I purchased an album that there was no faces because Nicolay's face, No face appear on the cover of the album so I mean I, I didn't know who they were but I just know the shit was dope and um, <laughs> and it's funny last thing about uh, Leave It All Behind um my sons all three of them mm. guess what they call the leave it all behind album what they call it they call it the haircut album <laughs>
1: know so they, they they say they know they play that when it's going to haircut day
0: yeah because oh, wow. I, I, I would cut their hair when they were little uh-huh. but i had you know like you you want to play music and stuff with, but i couldn't play my shit because it got a lot of cussing in it yeah so I would always put on, you know, leave it all behind. So they're like, oh, dad's playing a haircut album. And so even to this day, even though they're, you know, bigger and they, you know, I, I stopped cutting a hair a long time ago, but anytime I play it, you know, they're like, oh, dad playing the haircut album. So, um, yeah, they, they still refer to leave it all behind as the haircut album. Cause again, it was something that I knew I could play and the mu- music was cool. It wasn't a whole lot of sexual innuendos and, you know, I could li- sit there and cut a 10 year old's head and not have to worry about him hearing a whole bunch of cussing so um so yeah yeah before we get out of here german man tell folks where they can find you and where they can check out the podcast man
1: oh uh, man first of all uh thank you 12 cal for having me Bruh, man. come on always, man you already know it's always a pleasure to come and kick it with you over here man i mean you know celebrity status you know <laughs> this guy like i said listen but you can find me uh, me and my wife drop a podcast every Friday on all DSPs. Uh, it's called the Frocast. Uh, we drop every Friday. Come check us out. Uh, Instagram Frocast, Twitter the Frocast. Uh, we do. We mostly do an Instagram live on Sunday. Toxic Bible study. Me and a mm-hmm. couple other creators. We come together. You know, it's just like a powwow, uh, sparring session of sorts. You know what I'm saying? But it's all in fun. <laughs> Is that what you, you call know? it? Yes, 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 yes. You know what I'm saying? You know. But just please, just come check us out, man. Uh, always listen to 12Kyle. And if you have time, listen to the Frocast.
0: Oh, yeah, they got time. They definitely know. any Anybody come on here, they got a dope podcast. Um, you guys can catch me right where you're hearing this podcast at. Uh, all streaming services. Um, new podcast drops every Thursday from time to time. We'll drop bonus episodes on Sundays at midnight. Um, and, of course, you can catch me on socials uh, at 12 Kyle. If you feel so inclined, hey, hit the cash app, dollar sign, T-W-E-L-V-E-K-Y-L-E. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Me and King Germ have taken you down memory lane, talking about some memorable songs. Uh, we hope that you've enjoyed it. Uh, again, that's going to do for me and my man, King Germ. We'll catch you guys next time. Five Gs. <laughs>
1: Dude.